Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 26th of June and as usual with all the information contained in this podcast it is general advice only so please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right well let's go straight away to the scores on the doors and the US market on Friday closing down as you would have expected, closing the week in a pretty damp fashion. We had the Dow Jones down 219 points, or 0.65%, 33,727. It had a low of down 300, and a high of only down 111. So a 411-point trading range, closing towards the bottom of that trading range. The NASDAQ down 1.01%, 138 points. 13,493, and the S&P 500, as always, in the middle for diddle, down 0.77%, or 34 points, to 4,348. Russell 2000 was down 1.4%, and in Toronto, we saw the Canadian market down 0.8%. Our SPY futures showing a 16-point loss on Saturday morning, but... As they say in Russia, a lot has happened since Saturday. Down 0.2% for the ASX 200 futures. Of course, last week we finished off pretty nastily with a couple of days of some big falls. Friday's fall, 96 points on the ASX 200, taking it just slightly below 7,100. On the US markets, that VIX volatility index perked up. Only a little bit, though, 4.1%, 13.44%. European markets all eased. Stock 600 down 0.3. FTSE down 0.5. Germany down 1%. In a technical recession, the German economy at the moment. France down 0.6. And Spain down 1%. So nothing very exciting there. Looking at US stocks on Friday, we had NVIDIA down 1.9%. AMD down 0.6. Netflix up 0.4. Meta up 1.4. Tesla taking a little bit of a bath, down 3%. And the US banking stocks are easier as well. JP Morgan down 0.5, Citigroup down 1.3, Goldman 1.5, Bank of America down 0.8, Wells Fargo down 1.1%. Amazon down 0.6, Alphabet down 0.6, Microsoft down 1.4, Apple, the world's biggest, holding up relatively well, 0.1% down. So not a bad effort from them. European banks on Friday. UBS used to be smart, down 0.6. Barclays down 1.2. Deutsche down 1.5% there. Looking at US bonds, not a lot of change there, to be honest. US 10 years, 3.737. Two years, 4.75. Aussie 10 years, 3.939. So coming off from that 4% that we saw last week. Bitcoin continues to push higher, 30,674. The Aussie dollar weaker, 66.72. And the US dollar pretty much unchanged on Friday. Looking just this morning at currencies as well, looking at the Aussie dollar, of course we have had some big events in Russia over the weekend the Aussie dollar 67.63 at the moment so back up there uh, for the Aussie dollar so not a bad effort there from the Aussie 
As far as commodities go on Friday, um, Brent crude down 0.4 of a percent, 33 cents, 73.85. WTI down 0.45 percent, 31 cents, 68.81. The gold price uh, up $7.90 to 19.21 in the aftermath from that we still have uh, gold relatively unchanged no real flights to quality or flight to safety uh, was seen from the uh, the potential civil war or revolt that doesn't seem to have actually happened now in Russia over the weekend but gold uh, still pretty much unchanged on the back of that 1915 this morning as far as uh, I'm looking at it at the moment platinum was down 0.6 silver up 0.8 but metals on the LME took a little bit of a nasty turn. Copper, Dr. Copper, usually seen as a bit of a, uh, a stalwart for global growth, down 3.6%. Nickel up 0.2%. Aluminium down 2.1% there. And we also saw um, zinc down 2.1%. Lead down 2.1%. Tun down 2.4%. Iron ore down 0.2 of a percent. Coal, uranium and lithium pretty much unchanged. But looking at mining stocks overseas, BHP ADRs down 2.6%. Rio ADRs down 2.5% there. Freeport McMoran down 3.4%. Alcoa 1.7%. Tech up 0.4%. Anglo-American down 3.6%. Glencore 3%. Vale 1.5%. Arbomile 2.6% there as well and cba in trade overseas not that it does trade a lot overseas but following the big route we saw last week in the bank cba down 2.7 percent for the week last week the dow fell 1.7 percent that broke its three-week winning streak the s p 500 for all the volatility that we saw in our market fell only one percent and the Nasdaq fell 1.4%, snapping that eight-week winning streak. It is the worst week for all three indices since March, although all three indexes still closed above their 200-day and 50-day moving averages. Interestingly, the Nasdaq 100 is on track for its best first half ever. That is ever. The Magnificent Seven, as they call it. Certainly leading the charge there. Uh, the Magnificent Seven, as some have named them, include Apple, Microsoft, NVIDIA, Amazon, Meta, Tesla and Alphabet. More on that in Henry's take today. Just looking also at US data coming out on Friday, we did see a survey of manufacturing purchasing managers which signalled a contraction across major economies with the US index hitting its low for the year so far. The euro area equivalent for June slid more than economists anticipated to its lowest level in more than three years. Meanwhile, in Europe, Siemens Energy, which came out of the uh, German company Siemens, obviously, fell 37% after ditching its profit outlook for the year because of issues with its wind turbine division. And in US news, 51% of national Republican primary voters picked Donald Trump as their first choice in the race for the 2024 presidential nominee, followed by 22% who chose uh, DeSantis. So DeSantis is a long way behind. And uh, Mike Pence on 7% and 5% Chris Christie. So 
Donald Trump still way out in front as far as the Republican Party goes for their nomination. Looking at our market today, just a few broker moves so far. IGO downgraded to neutral from buy at Bank of America. Their target has been increased though. So that is interesting. From 15 bucks to $15.40, but it has been downgraded to a neutral from a buy at Bank of America. Megaport downgraded to equal weight from overweight at Morgan Stanley, and the target has been cut to $8.30 from $8.50. There is also speculation in the Australian today that uh, some of the big boys are looking at Patriot Battery Metals. Uh, Patriot is looking for a potential buyer with Macquarie Capital testing the M&A appetite of the market. Apparently at the moment Patriot is presently looking for a JV partner for its processing facility. The source is saying a JV partner may also acquire the company. So keep an eye on that one today. HMC Capital downgraded to neutral from overweight at Baron Joey. Tyro Payments, uh, some of the shareholders in Tyro suggest the company should wind up its banking license. Len Lease is considering options for its Australian communities business. It reports that while previously it's reported that Len Lease was looking for a JV partner, it is now considering all options, including a sale of the business as a whole. One potential Harry Kane entry this morning. Parenti Group, PRN, has entered into a binding scheme of arrangement agreement to acquire DDH1. So that one is uh, a mixture of cash and shares. So not quite such a clean bid there, but it looks like it has been agreed to some extent. DDH shareholders to receive 0.1238 of cash, so 12 cents uh, 38 in cash plus 0.7111 parenti shares for every DDH share held. Um, ability to elect maximum script or maximum cash alternatives. So there's a bit of a complication there. Implies a dollar and one per DDH share, which is around a 17.4% increase on the five day VWAP in that one news this morning. Uh, Appen CFO Helen Johnson is to resign for personal reasons and will leave the business effective the 31st of July. Strickland Metals has sold its Milrose project to Northern Star for $61 million. And Red 5 has appointed Russell Clark as chairman. The news coming through this morning. Lark Distilling has guided half-year sales, $7.4 million. Prior guidance was 9.6 million reflecting impact impact of cycling some off one-off sales and more challenging trading environment there we go step one clothing they make the undies as guided to fy23 ebitda 11 to 11.5 million dollars there and metcash out this morning as well underlying npat 307.5 the market seemed to be going for around 297 so slightly better than the market was going for. Revenue 15.8. The market was going for around 15.75. Although uh, that is an X charge through, including the charge through, the revenue came in a little bit light on 18.05 versus 18.17. Final dividend 11 cents. And that is about it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And as always, may the trading gods be with you.